Welcome to Bitcoin Aggregated. Uh, it's been a couple of weeks since we've uh, been able to do a podcast just because we've been crazy busy doing Bitcoin stuff, really, for the most part, I think. Um, we've got a really awesome guest today, um, Andy from Amber. Um, he reached out over Twitter. Um, really, <laughs> it was really synchronous, actually, because we were kind of just chatting about Amber, I think, like the day before, Chris. And then you tweeted and we're like, oh, that's weird. Like, yeah. And it was, uh, yeah, re really, really cool to, to, to link up that way. Um, but Andy, do you want to tell us about yourself and Amber and what you've been building and all the cool stuff that you're doing? Yeah, for sure. Thanks for having me. Uh, so I head up growth at Amber. Uh, we're a Bitcoin only platform, uh, which is the only way to be, right? Uh, and uh, yeah, uh, we're a small team still. We're Aussie based. Uh, hopefully, most of your audience are aware of who Amber is. Uh, but yeah, we've got big plans and uh, and uh, some lofty goals. But um, yeah, so my my role is ultimately overseeing growth there, uh, working with our various team members uh, in taking Amber to market. Uh, and outside of that, I'm definitely a growth geek. Uh, I love all things growth. Uh, you know, there's always something new to learn, much like Bitcoin. Uh, you feel like you've just learned, you've got somewhere and then it's like, oh, wow, there's this whole other facet to learn. Uh, so yeah. And then, uh, beyond or after hours I'm working on, uh, it's a bit cliche to say, but I'd, I'd love to challenge education as it's known. Um, so I've built, been building an application called open course, um, which I think would be really helpful for uh, people in the early stages of their Bitcoin journey. Uh, it's not its original intention, but I'm kind of excited where it could potentially go. Just so your face light up, Kieran, the minute he <laughs> says education, and you're like, yeah, man. No, nah, like a kid it, in a candy school. Yeah, <laughs> man. You gave us a run, run through uh, last week on, on the platform, and I was like blown away. So essentially, I've ran a few people through <laughs> the project already, and everyone's like, oh, my God, it's amazing. Essentially, it's like Spotify, but for education. So the the concept is you can sort of plug in all these different uh, MOOCs and and courses and stuff that's online and pulling from all these different resources to create like a tailor made um, course, like to give to other people. I thought that's such a clever idea that it's kind of weird that it doesn't exist yet. Like you know, it's just like how how is this not a thing already? This is this is crazy. So. Looking at that specifically, like I, I was thinking, like you've got an MVP already, right? But like to me, that's what the Bitcoin industry needs across the board because there's so much disjointed stuff like all over the place that we're all just kind of teaching ourselves, like mining, lightning network, like all these like really complex ideas and concepts, but no like cohesive way to sort of go through it. It's just like kind of feeling around the in the dark but did, did you want to give us a run through on on the platform andy yeah uh, by all means um so wearing permission if you want to share your screen uh yeah you should yeah so um before i dive in uh sort of what you were saying i think is also a really interesting uh, you know uh consideration for bitcoin in itself it's like what we've learned ultimately in adoption is that you know there's not one size fits all uh, and so I, I think that without getting all woo-woo, it's like, is, is something to, to be aware of. Everyone's learning journey, everyone's path to education or hero's journey can differ. And, and we all take in, obviously, there's different learning styles, different techniques. And, and I think um, we have to be respectful of that. And, and what I ultimately noticed in the research and, and the interviews that I was doing with folks was that. Uh, people were sort of par uh, paralyzed with where to start. So what should I learn next? Ultimately, you know, how much time do I have? How much money will it cost? You know, we're always making that, those time preferences and those decisions. Um, but what I kept hearing is that people were sort of looking at other people and looking, okay, well, how did you get there? Like, how did you get to that level of knowledge? Um, and they felt that that was some sort of clue or blueprint uh, I, you, you could both uh, list out some folks that I think that you admire, whether it's in Bitcoin or more broadly. Uh, and I'm sure we'd all give like some sort of value to you know, getting them to give you a list ultimately. Like, 
this is how I got here. Um, and, and, you know, that's a great starting point. Mm. Um, so the whole platform is ultimately based around it being user-led uh, and allowing people to follow other folks that they respect uh, and ultimately, yeah, take clues from, well, what did they learn um, to get to that point? Um, so let me just kind of grab my screen. Uh, and it's like, it's fairly early on. Like, so um, please. Um, uh, no, but the, the, the UX is awesome. It looks. It's, it's, We've all worked at startups. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. When it's your own, like when it's your baby, you're like, oh my gosh, you know, you, you try not to grow attached to it, but it's so. Uh, <laughs> No, nah, like, pretty, but, yeah. but, for, but for like an MVP, the UX is like, it's really clean interface. It's awesome. I don't know. Uh, obviously we can, we can drop the link in the show notes, but, um, yeah, let me just get this right now. You put me on the spot, but I like it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's cool. It's cool. I tend to do that with people. <laughs> That's all right. Um, uh, well, uh, while you're doing that, I'll, I'll talk a bit about Amber as well because I think it's such such a cool, such a cool platform, and and the thought behind it I think is the most important. So, like when myself and Chris were talking about a, a project that we're working on um, for education as well, specifically around um, security and BTC, obviously uh, the 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 company that came to mind first was Amber. Um, and I think the the main thing around that, obviously, like, you know, people working there is uh, really cool and the, the, the public profile is really cool as well. But the DCA aspect, I think, is the most exciting. So, like, dollar cost averaging, I, I can't think of another company anywhere in the world, really, that has that as the, as the, the forefront of the company. So it's like... <laughs> You know, every other like most of the BTC um, or exchanges that have other alts and that sort of thing on them is it's kind of like around the the concept of you putting your money in and then them keeping your your crypto quote unquote on the exchange. Whereas Amber kind of has the different a different philosophy for that. It's like DCA each week. This is what I love. There's like even a calculator on the website. I was looking just before. It's like, all right, if I was DCAing from this date till this date, this is what I'd have. And this is would be in your wallet, sort of thing. Such a such a cool mindset. I think it needs to be like the standard for for exchanges. Like there's so many honeypots out there. And we've all seen, like, obviously with the the Optus hack uh, a couple of weeks ago, like why why have we got don't these? don't don't stop me on the opposite <laughs> yeah it's just it's doxing over it's the last spot. like 24 hours yeah i know right how's that leaderboard wow <laughs> oh it's literally gosh. happening everywhere right oh. yeah yeah i've been a big fan of amber for a long time uh, i've known alex yeah. for several years and i've been using amber for several years as well and it's basically my go-to recommendation app if someone says like oh where do i buy bitcoin I'm like well, just do this like seriously, like don't try to be an expert and jump on some exchange and, you know, pick the highs or, or pick the lows, sell the highs. Like just come on, just don't muck around. This is a strategy pretty much that's going to look after everyone on an automated basis. And I'm, I just don't understand why you introduce all that stress and risk of trying to trade and be smarter than the next guy. I don't know. I'm not a trader, so which is probably obvious. And I've said that many times before. So Amber works perfectly for me. Like if it didn't exist, I'd want to build it, but it's built, so I don't need to build it. I'll just use it and I'll promote <laughs> it. Really it's really good think point. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah, like we were just talking about this off air before. I'm like, I just try to, like when I start businesses, I just try to solve my own problems because I'm like, I'm not that unique. There must be other people out there that also suffer this problem. problem. Yeah. And I want it solved and no one else is solving it well enough for me to be a customer of theirs. So I may as well try to do it myself. Sometimes I don't always achieve that, of course. And someone else ends up doing it, but that's great, right? Like the service that now exists. And with Amber, that's what it, that's how I feel about it. So I'm like, awesome. I'm going to use it. It's awesome. I love to hear it. No, it's all, yeah. In it, in itself, you know, it obviously needs some explanation. Some people will have questions and we'll try and understand it as to the why you would dollar cost average. And yeah, you could, 
you could do analysis based on ROI, sure. You could consider it and weigh it up. And you know, that's a good idea. Everyone should do their own research and homework. But the resounding message or comments that people seem to have, similar to what you've both just described, is that you're if you're early on and you're just trying to build that like that muscle, like that confidence, it's a good way to start. It's low risk. Um, you can once you have some skin in the game as well. Sorry, it's a bit of a cliched saying, isn't it? But um you you then seem to, it's only natural, you will investigate further. You know, you'll continue to then validate retrospectively, which doesn't make a lot of sense, but, you know, you can then, you know, validate more and more. Um, so I think it's, you know, it's time in market, not timing the market, which I think is the big thing that DCA holds up. Uh, and so, yeah, we, we love to facilitate it. A lot of our users really love and, and appreciate it. There will still be folks who want to buy ad hoc and that's cool that's totally fine it's it's fascinating because it's such a weird mindset i guess for normies quote unquote where they they kind of look at the news look at the price and that's <coughs> guides them like yesterday i had the uh, an electrician out um to sort out a plug for my minor so a 15 amp plug which is causing way too much noise but anyway um but yeah, like a, when when he was about to go, I was like, oh, cool. Like, what's your bank date so I can, can pay her using LROS to do it, right? So like on the Lightning Network, I'm like, here you go. So I showed him, showed him sort of how it works. And I was like, do you just want the BTC instead? Like, is that better? Like, I know you got a kid on the way or whatever, you know, it's, it's probably the way to go. Um, nah, that's cool. Maybe if it was like six months ago, I would have. But right. Um, I was yeah, like, wow. oh, it's the opposite. But you get Which more. Yeah, yeah. More of it. Like <laughs> that's yeah. It's fascinating, yeah. right? It's such a fascinating like thought experiment. So yeah, six months or a year ago, yeah, hell yeah. But no, nah, not today. Well, well, yeah. It's an interesting proposition. They're still denominating in fiat, right? Yeah. Correct. Yeah. 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 I was really uh I was really like, yeah. I mean, I've had that so many times, but I thought maybe we were kind of on a different different path by by this point, but no, nah, it's the same. Uh, we're we're in a bubble. I think about my experiment of like not checking the price for the entirety of the year. Like, yeah. I don't know anyone else doing that. I, I literally open, not that I'm like overly famous or anything, but to my Twitter audience of however many few there are, I said, <laughs> does anyone want to see if you can not look at the price for the whole year? Like I'm not a gambling man, but I was like, all right, no one wants to do it. I'll just do it. Like, and it's been hard, but like, that's how, and like, again, Amber sort of plays into this low tef, uh, time preference mindset where, like it, it doesn't matter what the price is today, tomorrow, next week, next month. Heck, I don't even care what it, what the price is next year. I'm thinking like way, way, way further down the track. Yeah, yeah. And so like a dollar cost average strategy, just it just suits that kind of mentality, in my opinion. Yeah. But you said it, you have to denominate in SATs or Bitcoin. Yeah. You know, you, you it, it's a constant challenge mentally to reconcile. If, if you are always reconciling in fear, that's, so setting the goal, I think first and foremost, insights is or Bitcoin is a good place to start, right? Mm -hmm. And then as you've been doing, Chris, that's you know shutting off that noise, that signal, that. Um, but yeah, that's a chasm, right? That's a chasm for folks to cross to to get to that point of belief. Uh, it took me and, like and, a decade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I make it sound like it's so easy, but no, yeah, no, really yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it does, like to, I think to to the that same mindset of people like quote unquote normies, um, they have in their mind that like hodling's easy, right? So it's like, oh, well, you bought at that day, surely, like you've still got it, like today. They don't realize like all the things you have to do in between, <laughs> like, like it's it's tough. It's really tough. Like the security, there's all this stuff, and the the learning that goes with it, like it's huge the temptations. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, I, I agree. And those do form some <coughs> object, objections, right? And some friction points. But I think inherently, if that person's motivation and belief structure is well aligned to the principles of what Bitcoin is and, and does, and then it's not, it's not hard to get around it. Um, I think like where we're at right now in terms of the adoption, we are obviously pushing further and deeper into people who are probably less naturally inclined to go there, you know? So that, that's something we keep in mind. Um, and yeah, I always say you, we need to have a level of tolerance. I know that some people 
don't vibe with that and they they think that people are stupid if they don't get it but <laughs> you, you know it's yeah it's frustrating, i just think everyone's stupid anyway <laughs> including me uh, no, including me <laughs> yeah yeah sometimes you can get pretty frustrated but then you just buy more bitcoin you know that's that's the best tonic <laughs> i've found um but uh no i like that yeah, yeah. ever feeling yeah. down just buy more bitcoin yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah we have uh, what's the name yeah. bitcoin fixes this like it, whatever's the problem <laughs> yeah yeah i would love to have like a big red button in in the app that just says you know you smash it when you're really frustrated <laughs> and it just you just set the limits and you can just you know vent by smashing the red button i think that would be um yeah that, that's when you know you've got to get off twitter but <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i think everyone's on their own sort of journey and and just being mindful and aware of that dca may not make sense immediately uh, but I love to hear it. Thank you for your kind words. It's it's it means a lot. Uh, I'm sure to the team and myself to hear um, such advocacy. Uh, so yeah, appreciate it. Got to support On, good products. Yeah, hundred percent. On that note, should we get in into the news, or did you want to go more into your your startup? Let's do the news, and then we can do the startup at the end. Uh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got it ready to go. I'm good to go now. So all right, sweet, sweet. Alrighty. <coughs> um, yes, yeah, so it's. Oh, do you guys see that? Okay. Yep, that's up. Sweet. Um, it's been a whole bunch of stuff actually. Um, this one I thought was interesting, and I wanted to chat about this the other week when we didn't get to do a, a podcast. But the hash rate hit an all-time high again, and I think it's still at an all-time high now. Um, with the price, like you know, dropped by ninety percent. So, I mean, it's so clear to me, like, why that is. Um, but, again, speaking to anyone sort of outside the space, they don't really know what you're talking about. Like, when you say it's at an all-time high, yeah, PDC is an all-time high. Like, we've got, we've got like, more power in the network than it's ever been. What, either they look at that as a negative and they'll be like, well, that's, you know, you're, you're boiling the planet or whatever. <laughs> that's some small-sized country. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> whatever whatever uh narrative um is happening sort of that week in terms of that 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 fud or um like they just don't understand it and it's like well no but the, the price is down it's fascinating i, I find it so fascinating to, to but i think because we've been in with this technology for so long it's just sort of innate like oh all-time high in in hash rate that's amazing like this is an amazing project that's been built but talking to anyone outside the space, I think it's just, it kind of goes over their head. And I think, again, it comes back to EDU around that, I suppose, and willingness to learn. So I think like that combined with the, I think we posted something about the F merge on here as well. Um, that narrative around like the Ethereum merge and Ethereum being like better for the environment, it's sort of collated into this like weird space at the moment where you have all this negative fight including including like um news.com.au like they had i think i posted that as well um some fight around it you know being bad for the environment rah, 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 rah. i'm like god this is like didn't greenpeace jump on board as well it's never ending yeah <laughs> never ending yeah it's nuts it well really yeah it's getting the right I information to people Think this was always coming though like there was always ever going to be one dominant proof of work chain and i think we all kind of knew a while ago it was going to be bitcoin and this is kind of like just solidified that with with the whole merge move to proof of stake kind of thing um but i think it is interesting because like if you if you wind back not that long ago like with china banning bitcoin mining and the hash rate like i can't remember the exact numbers so don't quote me here but you know dropping a significant percentage essentially overnight mm -hmm. it, it didn't take too long for that trend line to kind of yeah. go back to where it was going and then go some more and that's where we're at today where it's just it seems like almost a weekly basis these metrics another good one is like the lightning network capacity Absolutely. that seems to be like on a really similar trajectory in terms of like breaking all-time highs just mm -hmm. like regardless of what's going on in the in the wider like kind of bitcoin economy with with the price and all that um, I do know it's down, even though I don't know the exact number. I do know it's down. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I find all that really fascinating. Um, and there's obviously probably a lot of variables that, that play on that stuff. But um, 
I don't know, Bitcoin just seems stronger than ever. It is. The, the, I was listening to it, just talking about the Lightning Network. I was listening to a podcast this morning um, about doing uh, like the equivalent of Tether, so like a peg to the USD on Lightning specifically. And they work, went through like all the, the technicals. It was kind of over my head, I have to say. But um, essentially, you, you put so it's, it's not strike. So it's not like uh, BTC in um, USD or whatever out on the other side. Like it's, it's the opposite of that. So basically, you, you're filling up your channel. Um, and they have a name on it. I forget what the name is. But um, basically, anyone can use that as USD whatever. So USDL, I guess you could call it. Um, literally paying each other over the Lightning Network, and it, it's it's dollars on the other end. Thought, geez, that's that could be like a killer app as well, like that. That for all the people, like particularly countries that are using Tether. I know that's a, that's a big pain point where they like they just want US dollars. <laughs> um, these guys have kind of addressed that. It sounds kind of centralized a little bit from the, the sounds of it. I think it I think it is an open framework, but f- to start with, it's kind of centralized on, you know, one organization doing it that then can be replicated out. Um, so that, that'll, you think be, that'll the, be the trade-off for subsequent layers on top of Bitcoin. Now we're yeah. maybe getting a little bit philosophical here, but um, if like we use the kind of internet analogy with all of the services built on top of the internet where people make their money off the open mm. protocol that underlines everything, like email clients and just you know zoom everything like all the all the all the services built on top of it do we think like there could be that kind of economy for bitcoin perhaps where people provide a genuine service that people are willing to pay for except perhaps not with their data hopefully <laughs> um Absolutely. but maybe with sats as as the universal currency what do you guys Absolutely. think about something like that i think there's so many amazing and exciting things happening uh on that layer um, I think, yeah, again, we're so early, right? We just have to keep reminding ourselves that. <laughs> and, you know, I think, yeah, we all grow impatient and, and want it to move faster, but the, the sheer speed, I think I saw a graph the other day about the the Bitcoin adoption versus internet adoption, and it's outpacing it according to that graph. Yeah. So, you know, I think, yeah, it's that, it's hard, in our lifetime, hopefully we see all of this. We, uh, we may only see a slither of it, but you know, it's pretty bloody exciting. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I reckon it's going to be pretty quick. Like, it, uh, I guess everything's relative, right? But if you think about, like, the internet, like, we, we've kind of seen, we've gone through the whole thing, right? From dial-up to <laughs> to fast internet to, well, I mean, only just got... <laughs> Yeah, it's Australia, right? Take that back. Um, other but, parts of the world have gotten there. Yeah. Well, we've kind of seen it all, right? So we're doing like video chat and before before this, it was like pretty rudimentary and it was only a few sort of nerds using the internet. Like I remember dial up, you know, IRC chat and, you know, playing Quake, <laughs> whatever, and no one else is using it. And then it's just like exploded and everything's built on it. So I could see it happening pretty quickly. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Like our Slack, internal Slack is just constant with things that are being released and we're noticing out there. Uh, and so, yeah, it can be quite overwhelming, to be honest, to see how much development and evolution is happening. But it's yeah, it's pretty exciting. In terms of your comment about the hash rate, it's, it's, a, it's an interesting one because... You know, people understanding and grasping that, uh, I think, is part of what we were touching on earlier. It's just people's ability. Um, you you have to really keep coming back to just fundamentals, hey. And as much as that seems really fundamental to to us, it's, um, I think it's that like people are so built up on what they already know. It's that mm. change. It's that really that change piece. Um, and so I think we were talking about this recently is like skeuomorphic design in my eyes is like really i think i watched the meetup that you guys did recently where you were talking about wallets versus signing devices and how that can be slightly misleading and and oh you know, yeah the, oh, cool, cool. You, you, you take that for granted right you know you sort of you know every you could talk about each one so much you know and spend that time but um i think one of the best ones that i i always advocate or recommend to people is 21 lessons i think just for that that contextual element, different perspectives and stuff like that. Um, through uh, is that through uh, Bitcoin Magazine? Is that GGs, um, Carrot. 
Is it the app? Uh, yeah, I think they've done a, a collab with them on it, but um, it's the, no, no, it's not that one. It's the not book itself one? by Gigi, yeah. Oh, um, right. I can, I'll link it to you. Yeah, um, please. It's it's different perspectives. So essentially a collation of obviously different people and their exposure to Bitcoin and from a technical or technology perspective versus a money. Um, and yeah, it's cool how it all comes together. But for some people, my point is that fundamentally they only understand it once it's contextually joined those dots, you know, like mm. it. And that's why I think medium of exchange is, can't come soon enough because I think once people are transacting it on a daily basis, like you're an electrician, mm-hmm. like that's a watershed moment, you know, that will, people won't even, dare I say, people might not ever understand hash rate, I guess is my point. Um, yeah. yeah. Because they just trust that the network is what it is and does what it does, what it needs to do, you know, and they don't need to think about it. Um but that's not where we're at right now. I feel like, you know, you have to justify or have to explain things to people to gain their confidence, but maybe we don't. Maybe it's just that tipping Love point. That. Yeah. yeah maybe, maybe it's just us, right? <laughs> maybe it's just exciting to us. But That's it. Yeah. It matter. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. Totally. At some point it won't. That's right. But for now, we have to sort of continue to educate on as much as possible. Yeah. Until that point, I'm going to be a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> There's a few. What else you got for us, Kieran? Yeah, what else jumped yeah, out? Very good. Actually, this was awesome. Now, have you guys seen anything about the Philippines and the Bitcoin island? Oh, no. But I, I think I've it might be moments. popping up a little bit, but I don't know much about it. So it was, it was on Bitcoin Magazine today as well. Uh, I don't know too much about it, but it's a hell of a lot closer than El Salvador. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um so uh, to put you in the picture, Andy, like we're, I was meant to be presenting at, at El Salvador. Uh, we we're both going to a, a conference over there. Um, I've had to cancel because of oh, no. being able to get there, which is really annoying. Um, but if these guys are doing any sort of conference, I reckon, I reckon we all hit it up because it's, yeah. it's not too, too far to go, really. Um, but it sounds like they're doing a similar sort of thing, like, you know, building out circular economy the same as they're doing in africa the same as they're doing in a lot of places in latin america um but yeah it's cool to see it in a, in a country so so close to us um with a big need for it i think like from the sounds of it I've got yeah friends that are filipino that have family over there and i think there's a lot of poverty and they could they could really really do well from that but yeah that's we just don't need something like that in the country here right like i mean it would be awesome to have don't get me wrong but like yeah. we don't have like a dying need per se so like you see these kind of little i call them little bruises that just start swelling in different parts of the world and we've yeah. seen it with bitcoin beach in el salvador i'm actually going to an, i'm going to be going back there again in november but i'm also going to be going to another place called bitcoin lake which is in guatemala which sounds awesome. really awesome that i only just heard about recently as well i just saw that, I saw that this morning as well it was in the same article I'm like, oh that's a, that sounds incredible yeah so like there's 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 these little pockets just like popping up out of nowhere all around the world and it's really fascinating to see. And I think, uh, I think it was Andy that said it, like being able to actually use it is that like kind of inflection point where you're like, oh, okay, now I get it. And like, there's so many signs and signals out there, like literally every day, like PayPal with what they did recently over the last sort of day or so, it was just like to a Bitcoin, you're like, Ugh. like, you yeah. know, like have we not been telling you for years and years? That was, it, like was, this. It, was that the upside to the, the terms and services? Yeah, basically, they could just take two and a half thousand dollars off you for whatever reason. Like the problems that have existed since centralized companies were formed, essentially, that Bitcoin fixes, right? So, um, yeah, until you kind of use it and you go to these places where they are using it and they're taking the sort of front foot approach as opposed to here in Australia, which, you know, we're not like, we're not this proactive with at least our Bitcoin understanding and stance. Um, yeah, I can't wait to go see some of these places and maybe Philippines is, yeah, like you said, not that far. So maybe we could go there soon. Definitely. I'm keen. Yeah, it's it's interesting to watch. And yeah, I think we're all excited for these countries and 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 uh, people who are, you know, I guess in uh, positions where they need it more, you know, and uh, it's exciting to see them get that benefit, you know, we are obviously just curious and really uh, obviously invested and, and we've done the education, but these people are going to experience it firsthand, which is, you know, the benefits of Bitcoin, which is super exciting. Um, yeah. So, yeah. At, the, at the same time, it's kind of frustrating because like we've all been pushing it for Australians for so long. 
and to sort of have it fall on deaf ears for the most part, it's kind of irritating, right? Like, I'm like, really? Can't we have it here? But at the same time, these people need it more than most of the people here. So that's the way. I think it's that thing about change, isn't it? It's like, well, even yeah. like one person switching from one app to another app, you know, wherever you bought your Bitcoin or, you know, we're all just such um, creatures of comfort and, you know, you may have some pain and you, but how much we endure is, is, is crazy, you know, um, mm. to not have to go through that. And like Chris pointed out, it, it takes moments like um, the recent PayPal um, series of events, uh, you know, and that might not even, that might not even trigger a I bunch of people. Yeah, for most people, won't. Nah. No, nah, nah. it's just not, yeah. A, yeah, it's not on their wavelength. And I, I, I get it because at one point, a lot of other things weren't on my wavelength and probably right now, plenty of things aren't. But um, Bitcoin has been the thing that's kind of been the cent- the central path, the main sort of train to take you across that journey. Um, and then you start noticing a lot of these events like, oh, wait a minute. Now that I kind of understand how money works and yeah. how Bitcoin works, I understand what's going on here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like... like no one yeah. tells you this. No, no. It's like the ultimate beta mind health, like where you once you once you see it, you can't unsee it. You know, it's like <laughs> everything's like, oh wait, oh no. And you become really mindful of becoming a conspiracy theorist. But yeah, once well, I think I used to, well, I was one previously. I mean, I don't know if you, I'm not gonna self-proclaim that I'm a conspiracy theorist, but like I grew up and I was like interested in different ideas on things. I think that's why I, I latched onto Bitcoin quite early. And resonated with it um but um yeah like zeitgeist and all those movies and like in plain sight you know 9-11 all these open questions you're like as a, a teenager or like late teens you're kind of like oh, this is this is kind of mind-boggling <laughs> yeah absolutely zeitgeist yeah, so was a great great film just for the monetary aspect of things like i got a lot from that about learning about money and what it is i think it was yeah brilliant film really for the most part um yeah, that term conspiracy theorist as well. It's like, what? Nobody's ever conspired to do anything bad? Like, <laughs> why are we using this term still? So strange. Um, yeah. But yeah. I, but I, I think I, it's... I, you go, mate. No, go for it. Uh, I, I think it's just that mindset that you sort of touched on, Chris, which is so important, especially for young people coming through, is that uh, verify, don't trust. And, mm. and having the ability... Uh, to to question and it's okay you know like you don't then have to then become a full-blown skeptic and and you know never get on board anything but <laughs> just having the mental power to sort of reason long enough and also t- to tolerate other people's opinions you know i think it you know it can be hard at times yeah. um but sometimes that's where like again i'm not soapboxing but i think that's what bitcoin actually to give credit has has given me more than anything is just that awareness to mm to question long enough um but explaining it to someone yeah explaining it to someone is is a bit i don't know some people look at you like what really like um but just like to your point as well discernment so it teaches you discernment as well so like being able to sort of critically look at stuff and and pull it apart particularly when it comes to like uh well now more so than ever i suppose altcoins and you know um all these different sort of fads being built out that look kind of similar to Bitcoin, but they're not Bitcoin at all. Um, it really <laughs> kind of forces you to look at everything in that sort of lens, I think. So, yeah, there's so many so many positives. Um, yeah, well, that's what I like what you guys are doing here with this is like helping people. And that's where the benefit in unpacking some of the technology, you know. So, Chris, you and I have had um, separate conversations where it's like, well, on the surface, it may look the same, but then you know, you start to look at things um, and just staying in that mode where you truly and genuinely understand. Um, I think a lot of people, when it comes to crypto, like you just jump at it because someone told you that, you know, you could make a lot of money, but mm-hmm. would you would you morally or ethically align with that? You know, if you actually knew um, what it was about or what it was trying to achieve. Um, and if so, fine, you know, but I think that's probably going back to your earlier point of, you know, what, you know people understanding on a meaningful level, these things, um, that's, that's a challenge. Um, but yeah. Um, it takes hundreds, maybe... if not thousands of hours, I'm realizing. Yeah. Um, and I've put hundreds or thousands already in and <laughs> it's not like I've just gotten to the end. I'm like, ah, cool. Crack a beer open. I'm done. <laughs> it doesn't, 
it doesn't quite work like that. Doesn't Not to like, like no, discourage no. people because like you can certainly consume as little or as much as you'd like. There's certainly more hours of the day that I could dedicate to it, even though it seemingly feels like there isn't, but I'm sure there's more. And, you know, it doesn't mean you have to learn everything. There's just no way you could. Um, but, you know, you start small and you, you figure out the things that kind of important to you or that interests you and you follow that path. Sometimes the path is a dead end. You come back and you've learned that that's a dead end. <laughs> that's yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah exactly. absolutely. Um, sort of moving on because we've got a fair, fair bit of stuff here, I suppose. This podcast here, I don't know if you guys um, checked it out. Watch the the video if you get a chance. So this guy, Ben Ark. I think I've seen that one. Oh, my God. So he's building all this cool tech, open tech, open hardware um, with Lightning um, specifically so you can, you know, set up shop, have – so I think Peter's going to actually... I might have met this guy last year in El Salvador. Oh, legit? Maybe. There was a bunch of people doing some weird hardware lightning stuff. And now that you've told me what he does, it kind of rings me like rings a bell, but I could be wrong. Maybe it was. Maybe it was. But super cool. I was like blown away by some of the stuff that they're, they're doing on I there. have to check it out. It's a full hour. So yeah, check it out. But I mean, just so cool to see like awesome. hardware getting built. And they're doing it in an open fashion. So meaning you can go and 3D print all the stuff, get get the hardware yourself, get the whatever you need for whatever device it is and build it out yourself. I'm like, that's... That's, that's, that's very cool. Um, I don't know how they're funding everything that they're doing, but whatever, I guess with Bitcoin. But um, yeah, super, super, super cool. So check that out. There's a, like we alluded to before, a couple of FUD articles as well. So you news.com saying you know, Bitcoin's dead again. <laughs> this one, this this conversation one really irked me. I think we were going back and forth on this one, Chris, on Twitter or something. Well, there's no. been a few of these ones saying, you know, it's a failed experiment and the economy's ruined as if it wasn't already. Yeah. Uh, I'm assuming yeah. it's, I haven't read this one, but I'm assuming it's along those lines. Yeah. Um, yeah, John Hawkins writes quite a lot of content. Oh, that's uh, right. We, yeah. we spoke about this. We did speak yeah. about this. Yeah. Was it on Bitcoin Aggregator or probably something else that we were telling you? Who Might have just been messaging each other, but I remember the name now. Yeah. So, I should yeah. invite, him, invite him on the show. I think that was our plan, actually. <laughs> you had actually said that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it'd be I, interesting to hear his point of view. Like he does, I have come across quite a number of pieces that he's done. I don't know how many exactly, but um, he, he has a strong view on the counter. Uh, Formerly so, a yeah. Economist with the Bank for International Settlements. So I reckon he's probably got a bit of a bias. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, perhaps. I and mean, maybe we do as well. But um, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. True. Perhaps, true. Surely, uh, like even even anyone with a slightly open mind could perhaps go down and have a conversation about um, you know Bitcoin as a settlement layer and, and its peer to peer sort of global um, reach that it has compared to. You know, banks. Like, I mean, that's like one obvious starting point that we could perhaps have with John, and yeah. maybe we'd still disagree at the end of it, but at least we could have, uh, I think, a fairly robust discussion about that. Well, even just just that, just that piece there, right? Like, Lightning does that better, so Strike does that better. <laughs> like, that, and yeah, we can't it. just that end of conversation. <laughs> like, if you can't see, like, he obviously hasn't done any research whatsoever, right? No. Into it. I think I made like a, 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 a on-chain transaction maybe over the weekend uh, and it cost me 20 cents, 20 Jesus. cents Australian. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I mean, I don't even look anymore, like not because I had that much Bitcoin, but um, yeah. like it just, I just know it's cheap. Like, and I'm not even using lightning, like lightning is even cheaper, but like, I was just, I was like 20 cents. Like, I don't even need to think about that. I've, but, like, to, when be I, honest, to be honest, I haven't used on-chain. And I can't even remember the last on-chain transaction I did. It's been lightning, everything, like bit mm. refill, like like everything's on on lightning. What? Yeah, like it's what was the? Uh, well, you don't have to say, but what 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 was the the reason that you had to use on-chain? Because I haven't had one in a long time. I think that's where, like, just here in Australia, we've not really got a strong lightning kind of. There's yeah. just I feel like it just doesn't get talked about much. It was yeah. it literally wasn't until last year where I went to El Salvador that I used Lightning for the first time. Like I'm yeah, right. a little bit embarrassed about yeah. that. And yeah. and I haven't had a need really like on-chain is just easier in the sense that more people kind of use it, get it, talk about it. So if I'm yeah. gonna send someone Bitcoin, do you do generally... you do lightning for, for Coinstop? 
I don't think I think our um our uh, crypto sort of plug-in thing um broke or something. So we oh, really? moment, yeah, so I need to reset something up, but maybe I could do like a BTC pay server or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And set up my own node, I should be able to do something like that with my node, I imagine. Hell yeah. We should figure it yeah. out so we can do the same for, for alpha for sure. But yeah. Yeah, well, that, that's a good point, actually. There's probably a lot of um, merchants that are still only doing on-chain and, and doing alts as well. I know I was at a christening the other day and um, it was like people gambling on crypto. <laughs> it's like some gambling site. I'm like, oh, what are you guys using? Oh, Litecoin because it's cheaper. I'm like, oh, <laughs> man. But like, <laughs> we got Litecoin. Well, I actually got a question for Andy. This is a bit of a like detour but i'm curious uh as a customer and a fan uh when lightning integration with ember <laughs> yes yeah, sorry that should have been I don't I get kinda, yeah i felt yeah i felt it was coming uh, <laughs> yeah look i won't speak on behalf of the product team too much but uh it's definitely in the works and it's nice. something where we're as excited about as both of you uh and uh yeah hopefully soon we can we can uh yeah uh, announce slash confirm uh yeah and get it in the hands of people but uh sorry we yeah. won't hold you to a date or anything it's okay yeah, but no, 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 it's, I'm, yeah. I'm very happy to hear it's being worked on and i think like to the point before where we were looking at the philippines and talking about these little like um bruised areas as i called them like we've got to create that like and it's companies like amber like mm. like alpha accepting lightning payments and and like paving the way not like we're pioneers or anything but like it's just if we all do a little bit then that's how we kind of get it more on the map and you know i'm certainly admitting to me being undercooked in this department because again the environment around me doesn't like as soon as i go back to el salvador it's going to be like all lightning like don't get me wrong like it's just going to be like i'm not even going to be thinking about on chain um but i i just thought it was it was funny that on chain was actually really really cheap the other day like 20 cents like i i you know, that's, that's, that's incredible. so cheap. Yeah, I was I was shocked. Even even when it's like a dollar ten or something, I'm like, ah, eh, that's fine. Like I could be sending like 100 billion. I don't have 100 billion, but I could be sending that much and it would be a dollar ten. Whereas if, you know, did that through the traditional markets, you know, we know that's a, a flat percentage rate or maybe not flat in the sense that it doesn't change, but <laughs> it's a high percentage rate and that's a lot off like 100 billion, of course. Um, but yeah, I'm happy to hear that, Andy. And thank you yeah. for, for the inside word. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. No I'll be uh, tweeting Hopefully. that and promoting it wide and far. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. was doing that. Oh no, it's yeah, it's uh, yeah. Hopefully, I don't get in trouble with the product team, but uh, yeah, I will hold. We'll hold off in promoting it until yeah, it actually yeah, yeah. until we've yeah. used it. Because right, like you said, don't trust, verify. So we'll verify. That's that it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Don't 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 get any hopes or expectations up. But uh, yeah, just know that. Yeah, it's definitely something we're excited about. So stay tuned. That's awesome. Speaking of trust, did you guys see this one? Oh, um, wow. <laughs> yeah. That's a dumpster like, fire right there. Oh, my God. The funny thing is this isn't even the craziest thing that's happened since this got released, and this was only released like two weeks ago. Like some more crazy shit with Celsius has happened since oh, then. Really? Like, really? Oh, really? Really? Well, with like all of the customers getting doxxed. Did you not hear Dox. about this? Yeah. No, no, I missed that. Oh, yeah, my God. A, Literally there's every- a leaderboard. Yeah, every single client of theirs got doxxed. Their like, their amounts that they had, like everything. Like, Jesus. Yeah. yeah. To, like they got yeah. their they got rug pulled, and then like, and we're gonna throw you data, and we're gonna shame you online. <laughs> Man. Yeah, it's it's ugly, and I really it's feel for those terrible. folks. You know, obviously they're probably hurting from. Oh yeah. Sure. Yeah. Poor decision, but. Uh, yeah, to have it online like that is pretty pretty sad to see um well, i'm just but, getting so yeah. much more conviction in the fact that like kyc is evil like it is yep it, 100 but and, oh, and it's stupid. it does not help right <laughs> it's, it's dumb so like going back to the optus thing from before like there's no need for a telco to have all that information none whatsoever nah, nah why nah. do why do you need that you don't need it it's it's because they're probably getting pushed from government to collect all this data to track people whatever but no, it's not good enough. Like you can't treat everyone as a criminal 
because there might be one bad guy out there somewhere. That's it's ridiculous. So I think we need to really push back. That's why I love Session. Like the Session app's so cool. Like there's there's zero need to have any other information except for that that hash or that that ID piece for that. Just like a Bitcoin wallet, right? Exactly. Like Bitcoin is private per se by nature, but exactly. there are obviously now touch points that reveal identities. Um, but yeah, I, I <laughs> the funny thing about the Optus hack, uh, like I, I just saw like two days ago, um, someone posted something and I, I don't, not quoting this word for word, but basically it was like the government basically came out and said, we want more identity. So in the future, hacks like Optus can't happen. And I just like could not. I'm like, is this a circus? Like, what is actually it's going like, it's on? It's like the Onion. It's like it's like an article <laughs> from the Onion. <laughs> no, it, this was legit. I was like, legit, I'm done. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna walk out of here in a minute. Like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Wow, that's insane. <laughs> well, I mean, gosh. Well, I'm gonna have to check that that um, Celsius thing. Hopefully, my dates aren't on that because I was a customer for a little while. Um, uh, probably is. We'll do it out. Probably public. <laughs> You're gonna wow. get your public shaming. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but that, uh, luckily, that, you got out before it was too late. Yeah, you I mean, only I lost your data. I didn't have much on there anyway, and I think it was F, so whatevs. But um, <laughs> but still, like the fact that my data's on there, that's crazy. But the fact that you that they're gonna do like a, an ERC twenty, I'm assuming for an IOU, like how disgusting! Like what a slap in the face is that? Like, and that that shows like how ridiculous one this company is, but two like how these tokens just getting spun up to do all sorts of nonsense. Like it's, and, but, but getting conflated with BTC, that's what aggravates me so so much. Cause you'll see like people looking at that and thinking, Oh, that's all Bitcoin. Yeah. Like Bitcoin's bad. And this is, this is what's happened. So no, it's two completely separate things. This is a ridiculous centralized system built, not even on top of Bitcoin, just stealing people's Bitcoin for, an IOU for God's sakes! Like what the hell? Mental. It's pretty wild. Wild stuff. Um. All right. Let's carry on. Oh, there was a bunch. There's a bunch of fud. I thought we might go into that, but let's um let's skip all that. Um, this is really interesting. I thought so. This is from. It's from an article, I think, and then she. Oh talked. yeah, I spotted this one. Yeah. Um. But the the like the idea, so the, the the tweet goes, if you had 1 million USD in your bank since 2015, the purchasing power today in USD is 700,000. In Turkish lira is 140,000. In Lebanese lira, it's 40,000. In the Argentinian peso, it's 30,000. And the Bolivar is $2. <laughs> Good God. That's insane. That's a, a short amount of time, right? And then finally, BTC is like a ridiculous $61 million. Um, but I mean, like the, the the concept behind that, I think, is, or the, the crux of it is like fiat and hyperinflation, right? So it's the, that's, what, that's what all these countries are going through. And you can see it case by case, even the US. So like the US dollar, which is meant to be the strongest and like the, the base for everything, that's how much you've lost in that short amount of time. It's like, it's it's a no-brainer, but people still can't see it for some reason. Yeah, I think it's a case of zooming in or zooming out and getting people to zoom out is not as easy as it sounds. And it is it is definitely, I think, uh, encouraging. Like That sounds kind of sick, but... Um, <laughs> it's encouraging people, these numbers. <laughs> yeah, well, for people to, to, to consider change, you know, it's that... The pain of same versus the pain of change, right? And so, um, currency is a big one. You know what you use every day and have done for your whole life to date is to challenge that paradigm. is It's quite a big one, as you both know. So, seeing these sort of movements, uh, hopefully, will get people to you know to think a little bit uh, deeper uh, and to sort of sit up. Like one of our recent. Um, Pieces that we did, the dollar milkshake theory by Luke Mikic, uh, yeah, had huge engagement. And so people are people are getting curious. You know, they're starting to go, something's not right. Mm. Uh, I, I need to I need to learn more. 
Uh, so that's encouraging, <laughs> as you sort of said earlier, willingness to learn. It seems to be growing. Um, sim- a similar piece that did very well was stagflation. And again, like if you said that at a like at a party or like socially, some people would go, "What the move away what? from you?" <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're I know that part- sex move. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Part the crowd. That's not a trick. <laughs> uh, anyhow. But people are reading it and people are engaging with it and they want to know more. Um, you know, you have to obviously break them down, but it's encouraging. And I think currency is going to be key to that. I think we're starting to feel it here. Like it's certainly not perhaps at like the bottom end of those levels of what we just saw there in that um, that tweet. But mm. like, you know, the classic is the price of petrol and the cost of food and groceries and the, the things that people consume on a regular basis. So they've got like a pretty good understanding can't really hide whereas like the other stuff you can kind of you know fluff a few things and market your way out of it and before yeah. you know it people kind of they got enough distractions and they are like oh yeah let's just the price house has got like the house is going up in value but like you, this the stuff that really hurts is like you know your your bread and your milk and your petrol and and your rent and all that sort of stuff the stuff that you pay close attention to um so yeah the, I always feel bad saying stuff like this because, like, we all know, like, it's it's quite a, a doom story where we're, it's likely heading with with fiat currency. But you know, there have been thousands of fiat currencies over human history, and they've all essentially failed or gone to zero. Um, yeah, and it, and it's a little silly to suspect or to believe that you know the US dollar is the outlier in that, or the Australian dollar, or any yeah. any fiat currency currently around is going to be the the one, you know, the needle in the haystack. It's like, Rob's not. <laughs> well, yeah, so that's, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm jumping on the Bitcoin raft because I'm like, that's probably the strongest boat we've got at the moment. It hard money. Not, yeah, hard money. And uh, yeah, I hate to be like a, a realist, but yeah, the, you know, they're all probably going to do the same that every single one previously. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, on that note as well, so that this was a, another article that jumped out at me. So the Dow Jones is now officially more volatile than Bitcoin. So like the the idea that you could put your money into things that would be sort of stable, uh, and that's historically most people would do, right? So it's like instead of keeping it in the bank account, people sort of in the know, I suppose, um, would sort of trade stocks or, or, or not even trade stocks, just invest in, into things. Now it's officially more volatile than PTC, which is like, what? That's mind-blowing. How uh, far think... does that news spread, though? I'm looking Finbold. I've never heard of that. But Yeah, true, true. Is this like you see this sort of stuff on news.com? Not that that's like <laughs> yeah, the no. range journalist, but you know <laughs> no, what I mean. Like, not at all. In terms yeah. of mainstream, um, yeah. you know, this narrative isn't really getting spoken about. Won't, won't get far. Yeah, you're right. And, to me, like this to me is just like a fluff piece anyway. Like, all right, cool. You picked one little point of data and you've yeah. made a story around it. You could easily do that with another point. And now suddenly the Dow Jones yeah. is stronger than Bitcoin. Yeah, sure. It's not what interests me, but like, uh, yeah, it, it may yeah. turn a few people. So it could be helpful for them, you know? Yeah, it may not have as, I agree, Chris, it may not have as much of a broad impact. Uh, quantitative easing and, and the risk of that. Yeah, I don't know if you saw the graph that, that's going around how, quickly they've raised rates in comparison historically to other rate rises. Um, and this is like vert. It's vertical. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think that hits home back to your point contextually where folks feel it in their pocket. And I think everyone's worried about interest rates and home loans and mortgages, et cetera. Mm. Um, and the impact that has, um, again, I'm, I'm with you. I, you know, no one wants to sound alarmist. Like I, that's not a way that we, nor do we want to achieve growth. But uh, yeah, you sort of obviously also want to stay true to your, to your morals and what you believe in and that you, you want people to be aware of you know, some of this stuff. So it's it's that self-reconciliation. I think that self-censorship that they spoke a lot about in COVID as well, which yeah. is probably the scariest. It's like, well, um, just having these conversations with folks, open conversations, it should be okay. You know, you should be allowed to discuss yeah. it. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not suggesting I'm right about everything. I'm probably no. wrong about most things, but at least I'm willing to have the conversation about it, and I form my position off the different people I talk to, and you know whether they're right or I'm right or none of us are right. We're trying to figure out what is right, and we may never yeah. find it all, but uh, we're trying. We're not just believing what one person's saying or 
following the, the you know the the collective narrative um yeah i think that's important well i think it's kind of exciting as well like uh, i was telling you andy during the week um at the social ventures um event that i ran and spoke out as well um but talking to people sort of outside of our bubble i think is really it's really good like for yourself just to see where people are at and to be able to sort of disseminate information information in a in a um, palatable way to people that would have never got that information before so like going to a bitcoin conference or going to even education conferences that have like sort of tech components where there's people kind of open-minded about technology this had none of that whatsoever so it was really really people that um i don't think would have got any of that information otherwise so i found it i found it kind of fun to be honest um and kind of different um now i know we've got sort of minimal time there's one thing one last thing i wanted to share with you guys um actually this this uh github here so the uh this guy what was his name Ben Ark has actually put a bunch of stuff on GitHub. That lets you actually turn a light switch on and off by sending sats to it. <laughs> I was like, that's incredible. So great. I don't want people like that. That's, yeah. Um, it reminds me of the one where like the chicken gets fed. Have you seen yeah. that one as well? You can feed the chicken by sending it Bitcoin and then like the little feeder drops down and some yeah. gravity fed seeds go in or whatever the hell it's eating. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so Send me that link, please. I have to dig it out. Like I, someone showed it to me. Yeah. I can't remember who showed it to me years ago, but awesome. I, I hope it's still going. This is like yeah, that'd be awesome. Just, <laughs> just, just earning BTC. Um, and the <laughs> other thing I wanted to share was um, this uh, Open Stego resource. And this is another thing on GitHub. Uh, it goes to our, our conversation the other night, Chris, like talking about um, seed phrases. And basically what this lets you do, and I've been playing around with it today, um, is you can actually set up a an image. So say we could take a photo of the three of us now and embed a seed phrase into that. With oh, wow. It's nuts. And so it decrypts it. And it uh, so the same, same software. So, but you can do it offline as well, obviously. So you can do everything offline. So you get, you know, get a, a, a laptop that's, never connected to the internet, whatever, chuck this on, chuck the image on, and it um, encrypts it, decrypts it, and it does, I think it's uh, 256. What do you got to do to decrypt it, though? Literally put in your, your password. Yeah. Um, so it's like the image plus your password uh, match up. And I was, like, reading some article, this guy who's, like, done it with uh, all 24 words, like different images. And like, wow. Out of the that's cool. like, well, that's a maniac, but still. It's psychotic behavior, but I love it. <laughs> yeah, it really is, but that's so cool. Yeah, so cool. <laughs> um, yeah, I love to see that. But yeah, definitely worth having to play with if you get a chance. Um, but anyway, before before we, we finish up, did you want to share your screen, Andy? And Oh, yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, of course, the grand unveiling. Uh, so, so I guess I should start by saying that uh, we're just about to head into beta. It's been a bit of a slow um, process. Uh, we have essentially done everything just by contractors to date. Uh, and so our next step is to sort of get it in the hands of some folks and, and, and do further validation. We've done a bunch of interviews and so on so far. But, uh, yeah, so here you can see it's a, essentially a database. Uh, it doesn't discriminate is the, the core thing to sort of understand here. So um, when you think about education, uh, this this can comprise of any sort of learning opportunity, whether it's a podcast, a YouTube video, uh, a tertiary degree, you know, uh, anything really. Um, and it's all user-led. So if I come down here and I want to share with someone, an awesome learning opportunity. I can just add it in. We'll then vet it, make sure it's you know it's genuine, uh, and then that then allows people to create lists. So it's not geared off a of Bitcoin right now, but I uh, would would actually like to take it in that direction. It's mostly around sort of growth. There's a little there's one listing. There you go. Um, <laughs> but what you ultimately can then do is create learning lists, uh, which is what we were talking about earlier. So um, say if I click on this, I could then uh, save it. At the moment, it's a singular list. We will have multiple lists, which is where like the Spotify for learning sort of comes in. 
Um, and then you can follow folks. So say if I've started to create lists, then people would be able to discover or find me. Uh, and then uh, they, they may share it on LinkedIn. They may share it on Twitter. They may share it anywhere. This is my learning. Let's check it out. If you want to get good at this. Um, but the kind of cool part that we're, we're excited about is this, and it, it will have obviously, we imagine a tipping point won't happen overnight, is the, are these reviews. So um, there's some sort of validation verification that that's worth doing. So say if they're putting their hand out for $60,000 for a course, or they're putting their hand out for $2,000 in there, and it says on it, uh, it says that it will take 12 hours, 100 hours. Like you can then start to go, all right, is that worth my time? You know, some of that is available already, um, but um, what this brings together is uh, an aggregation of all learning um, that people can ultimately help you decide whether it's worth doing. You're not like locked into a library in one place. You know, you're not hunting around on YouTube looking for stuff. It's all here. Um, so it's a bit of a lift, but uh, hopefully that all made sense. Uh, yeah, no, so Absolutely. I think you were showing, uh, what was the search you did last time? NFTs. I think that had a bunch. Uh, so, yeah. So there's a database of about 12,000 right now. Again, that's just a starting point. To, yep. So if you want to learn about top t 10 top selling NFT creators in 2021, this is actually an article. So again, it doesn't discriminate. Like I've heard from people in the interviews that people can get sometimes just as much value from reading a blog article as they can from doing a four-hour course or doing a degree in some that Absolutely. sounds crazy yeah um but yeah so yeah so all the content on there is like it, it i can't share something i found somewhere else on the internet on this place and i have to actually create the content itself so it can't be plagiarized in that sense uh you can no you can bring in people's content and so um you don't get the credit for it so you would submit it if you find something online you're like this is awesome then you add it, we'll add it to the database, and then um, people can then start to interact with it. Um, okay, nice. Uh, so, yes. Yeah. You, you get a rating for your curation, is that correct? So, like, say say I've gone and created this this curated list of stuff that I think is really important. People rate that list and rate you for creating that? Is that, is that correct? Hopefully, yeah. You know, we're still really early on, and, and some of those features will... Yeah, I guess work themselves out, but yeah, we would love to give credit or karma to people who are great reviewers, great list or, builders. Or Sats yeah. maybe Sats would be cool. <laughs> yeah, would love to facilitate that. So, looking for a good dev lead. So yeah, if anyone's like itching to sort of, I would love to introduce, um, yeah, some Sats and some sort of functionality where we can, yeah. Um, figure out some of those problems uh, you know i'm seeing this as like again not to get on my founder soapbox but like decentralizing education in some ways yeah. um where it's not locked in and it's not owned where you have to sort of essentially um just like just giving people a, a really effective way to find meaningful education validated by their peers and by people they respect um rather than you know feeling the pressure of having to go and do it somewhere because that's the best school don't get me wrong that may still work for people but yeah What's the um? So is there like a subscription model as an end user, or what? How, how's the the money right now? Like that's such a good. So I, ideally, like right at this point of time, this is yet to be obviously um, validated, but uh, it would be uh, a B two B situation at this point in time. But again, we'll take learnings. I just want to get people across it. So hope hopefully we can launch this year. I said it's very much a side hustle. My focus is Amber. Uh, and and that's um, where my energy mostly lies. But um, if I can get this out and sort of start to validate some things, yeah, I think that offering a like a, a per member cost because see what the interaction between employees and their manager even so like yeah, they could say hey I would focus on these ten things uh, you know these these could be great for you they could leave notes. So they, as they do each learning, they could leave a note, they could tag their manager, they could say, hey, I really got this out of it. I thought this is applicable to a problem we're trying to solve and so on. So I think that's something that I'm passionate. I'd love to see come to fruition is learning for problem solving rather than learning for just the sake of it. Yeah. Um, don't get me wrong. I also appreciate there's a use case where people just want the certificate and want the badge and they want the cred and that helps them get to the next step. But yeah, let's face it. This sounds it. right up my alley. 
like yeah. the, that you sold me with that point just then like um learning for problem solving because that's how that's exactly how i learn and why Absolutely. i sucked at university and just just does not work for me at all i'm just oh, i got a problem let's fix it like there's plenty of resources like it's manual labor by sifting the internet and trying to figure out reading articles but i guess you're saying like it can be done through this platform curated i mean this sounds like a great idea Thank you. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. There's a lot of questions than answers, more questions than answers at this stage. But yeah, I appreciate the kind words. It's a startup. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We've covered the that. Reality. They're hard. Yeah. 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 So uh, uh, I, I think it's yeah, amazing, Eddie. I think there's probably a lot of bleed over with, with Amber specifically. So if, if you could tailor it to BTC, um, I could see it like sort of complementing your role at Amber as well. So, might be something to pursue down the track, I suppose. <laughs> get them to find it, you reckon? <laughs> well, or yeah, get it integrated somehow. Or yeah, I don't know. I think I think there's there's because there's such like I, I love the problem based learning angle, and I think that's how everybody learns. Obviously, um, like you know, rote learning and memorizing stuff out of a book, like it's fine, and some people are really good at regurgitating stuff, but true learning is problem-based learning hundred um, percent. What's what problem do you want to solve and what's important to you? I think um, it's, it's something that doesn't really get asked in school or university or um, sort of higher ed. So I think MOOCs and being able to take that journey and doing it yourself using tools like that is, is hundred percent the way forward. So yeah, hats awesome, off, man. sir. Thank you very much. Yeah, I'm no, doing I'll, God's work. <laughs> I'll keep you updated. And uh, again, no dates, but yeah. Um, I've got a skedaddle, guys, because I'm one minute late for my next Zoom. <laughs> All good. Um, All right. So thanks so much, Andy. And we'll, we'll we should do this again because I think we've we've only sort of scratched the surface on a, on a lot of topics there. So we'll um, yeah. yeah this I'll, has been one of my favorite discussions, and we've had some really fun oh, yeah. discussions. Hell so, yeah! Um, oh, thanks, Andy. Thanks for joining. Appreciate us. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me. <laughs> thanks, guys. Likewise. Thanks all. Have a good night.